Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ghostbusters Resurrection is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Yeah, we're good to go. Uh, you guys are back in Orlando. During the last game, Josh asked uh, if he knew how to contact a Mr. Jack Burton. Yes, uh, yeah. tried to get in contact with Mr. Jack Burton, ask him what if he can uh, provide us with any... Uh, Knowledge of what happened with the Wing Kong organization in mm -hmm. the 80s? Yeah, I mean, if you want to get a hold of it, I'll just say that you find out that he was a truck driver, he retired. There's a lot of rumors as to where he went. Some say that he was, uh, that he like went back to San Francisco and started a restaurant. Some say he started a bar. Some say he started like his own truck delivery uh, service. He's hard to, to, to pin down, but I mean, like, he is in fact alive. That was your big question. Is he alive? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is alive. Oh, uh, good. So now we know how the movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> if, um, if you wanted to try and contact him, it's not out of the question, but it would take, you know. Sure, I, I guess I'll, I'll commit efforts to try okay. to contact him. In, in the time that you've been gone, it's only really been a few days, I think, right? It's only been like. Yeah. Very yeah. busy. For like a week and a half, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I got that in the other layover we had yeah, in yeah. New York. Uh, but once, uh, once things have kind of gone back to normal, a uh, little. Han Chu shows up uh, with her older brother at the firehouse one day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she's like, after, you know, after giving you guys back the tooth and everything like that, she just wanted to say that it's like, uh, in like the, the week or so that you've been gone, everything's been going back to normal and she wanted to thank you guys again, but she was so excited and she says that she wants to be a Ghostbuster when she grows up. And, uh, and we're like, stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> get, a, get a better job. <laughs> Go to college, get a degree, find less dangerous work. But she does ask it, she wants to know if there's like a junior Ghostbusters program or like a, like the D.A.R.E. program or something that but, just like for the kids or whatever. Well, I mean, we fought roles in For the kids! Players. I mean, we could start No Fangs. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was like ultimately uh, where I could go to. It's like, No Fangs is like, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how Billy would feel name. about that. <laughs> it's like, it's true. Billy Billy might have a couple things to say. But um, basically, she just expressed interest and she said she's talked to kids at school and they want to come hang out at the firehouse and see all the cool stuff and like start we, learning about, you we know. We might bring a, like kid to bring the kids to the firehouse day like yeah. and, and do, a, do like a tour or whatever. Yeah. I'll, and, you know, I'll just leave it up to you guys on how you want to handle that for the future. But, like, she just uh, was totally down for that if you guys ever wanted to do yeah, something Yeah, just like strap naked accelerators on little kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's do this. Well, this is more of a learning experience. Okay. Yeah, it's like taking kids to the, to the police department or taking kids let's to the fire department. We could, we could, we could mount a, a neutrotum wand on a metal uh, pole and you get a little bit of play, like, where you can move it around a little bit and, like, a... a the ceramic enforced wall, you know, like <laughs> from the fire it happens. Just release, release a couple class ones into the air. Anyway, a lot of reward uh, for you guys doing a great job, but it's not too long that after you're back, you get another phone call from a uh, Mr. Carrico, who's in Miami. He runs a television studio in Miami, and uh, he's been having problems with the ghost 
that's been haunting the TV studio, and he wants to know if you guys can come down. He'll, he'll pay you whatever would be reasonable for canceling an entire day of whatever business would be in Orlando to come specifically to Miami to take care of this thing for him. Okay. So, not only do we get to bill him for what we bust, but what we could have been busting back in Orlando. That's pretty good. Mm, that's pretty reasonable. Uh, but he, he sounded very desperate over the phone, and he's like really hoping you guys can come. So you guys hear about that? crazy demon that's trying to take over Orlando today. I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> that class seven that got loose. Yeah. Uh, the world eater. Wish we were back in Orlando. Yep. How, about we, how, about, how about we just bust that thing and then let's just bill him for the phone call. <laughs> Those billable hours add up. Uh, but I guess it's going to be a good time to say that Brian is going to be playing the part of tonight's uh, ghost. And this will be, this is your first time playing... Any of the Ghostbusters stuff. Is this stuff? your first day like, as a ghost, sir? <laughs> <laughs> this, this yes, 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 yes. was a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad that you're gonna be, you've been quiet a lot because there's not much to contribute because you're dead. And in Miami. Yeah, and in Miami. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I guess if you guys are, if you're ready to go, check it out. Uh, you can pick your cards and uh, get, get, get a move on. Mine. We, we're driving? Mine. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to walk. Usual. No, um, driving or flying. Flying Miami? I don't. I don't want to. I don't trust transportation anymore. <laughs> Let's be fair. When our, this season, when I've driven, we ha I haven't killed us. I wasn't even referring to you. I was talking about the actual things trying to kill us <laughs> on every form of transportation we yeah. were on. Uh, the there's the ghost on the boat. Yeah. Ghost plane. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost. Tram, train, shuttle. You can't yeah. even travel safely by sewer these days. <laughs> we fought on horses. What about a hover? <laughs> what about a hovercraft? <gasps> Take a hovercraft to Miami. <laughs> oh yeah! By the way, with all the money we made from we saving Europe, Europe, we just take off on rocket packs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hook you guys up. The proton That's pack, fine. by the way, doubles. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the the Ecto one. Yeah. Really yeah. unhappy. It's not the guys, guys two. two. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with the money you guys are expected to be getting, you can upgrade to pretty much anything you want. Uh, but it just hasn't happened yet because this has only been like you know a few days, maybe a week since you've been. I still want a motorcycle. Ecto fun. <laughs> it's, a sidecar for Tobin. I agree. It's a, it's a specially made goggles for Tobin. <laughs> of course. So you guys are on your way to Miami. Yeah. Uh, yes. Things are going fine in the Ecto one. I'm assuming you, you take Tobin with you as well. Or yeah, just... of course. Um, things are going well. Tobin's What's got his What's Doug doing while we huh? leave? What's Doug doing? I'm hanging out with Ian at the firehouse. We're doing. We're actually, you know, doing, doing Ian, paperwork. Uh, right? I was gonna actually volunteer our the the best Ghostbuster of us to be in charge of the little Ghostbusters. You. Oh, oh, me? <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm not a Ghostbuster. It's like... Let's let's be fair. You were a Ghostbuster while we are away. That is true. Yeah. So, uh, you guys are on your way to Miami. Tobin's got his head out the window. You know, it's it's a uh, it's a nice day. Uh, you guys got the address. You head out to this uh, TV studio. Mr. Uh, Carrico is already outside. He's waving you in. Introduces himself. Set, starts to explain the situation. Is basically he's he's a producer of the new til uh, children's television show called Harvey the Hamster. It hasn't gone to air yet because he was also a producer on another uh, children's television show called uh, Mr. Richard's Land of Imagination. You may have like heard of it. It wasn't like super popular, uh, but it's like you guys are aware of it. The main guy played uh, himself was Mr. Richard. He had died of uh, natural causes. But since they started filming the Harvey the Hamster, it appears that his ghost has been coming back and just upsetting filming, like, in the middle of it. And he won't leave. Like, there's nothing... That they've tried talking to him, but it's like he doesn't really even 
seem that he knows that he's dead. He's just sort of go, floating around. And so, he, so was he an actual guy? hamster or a guy dressed as a hamster? Harvey the hamster is a guy. Harvey the hamster is a guy in a suit. It's like Barney, Barney the dinosaur. Okay, okay. He's, right. he's, in, a, he's in a full <laughs> suit. The guy who plays Harvey is like obviously scared to go to work because he gets harassed, you know, from this ghost that's floating around and everything. Um, and it's put a grinding halt on everything. And if they can't solve this problem, they're going to have to just sell the studio because the studio's not making any money if they're not putting anything on air. And if they're going to have to sell, they're going to have to bulldoze the site and, you know, who knows. So uh, everyone's really desperate. They want to keep their jobs and this thing's not going away. So if you guys can go check it out and see if you can get rid of it, uh, it'll take a lot of jobs. It's incorporeal, I assume, the ghost. It's From the description he would give you, it would sound that way. Okay, so I'm going to switch the rooftop back. I mean, that will still work, but the, you know. Not as Good well. Call. Yeah. Not as uh, well, though. Yeah. You can't trap with a dark matter. You, 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 you get a fist bump for thinking. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys needed to know before you headed in? I mean, it's. How, uh, how did he die? He was an old. He was an older gentleman when he died, uh, but he died of natural causes. The producer said that he, he like died of like liver cancer. It was it was something that didn't sound suspicious to you guys. So. So you said how how like how familiar are we with the previous show? Like you've heard of it, you may have like seen commercials or some advertisement for it on TV. It's not like you. It's not something like you grew up watching. Like I said, it's like a knockoff of Mr. Rogers. It wasn't. It was never quite as. A, it wasn't quite. It's as actually good. like Wall's favorite show, and he's just like secretly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like. It's like I can't believe I'm actually standing here. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> it's like being in the original Olympic Stadium. <laughs> there are other people out there today. Uh, just to, like to answer any questions, and everything. There, uh, I'll say that um, the actor who plays Harvey the Hamster, his name is Eugene Mills. He's there. Uh, if you guys wanted to talk to Eugene, him, Eugene, that's pretty like. Yeah. No, Eugene. Like... Yeah. Um, the the other producer, the there's there is another producer that uh, Carico was talking about. Um, he says that him and his co-producer, his co-producer's name is Victor Brahman. Victor's there. He doesn't seem quite happy with calling the Ghostbusters. He didn't talk to you guys really much at all. But they're there to answer any questions you guys have and sort of like take you through and show you where this, like, you know, how to get in and everything, make sure you guys are good okay. to go. Got it. Okay, so when Mr. Richard was alive, did he expre express any uh, complaints before he died about the way the show was run or, or when, when it was taken over? Were there any, was there any bad blood? No, um, I mean, we got along pretty famously. It wasn't until he fell ill that, uh, that we realized that, you know, the show wasn't going to last forever. We were, we were picked up for another season. Things were going fine, but he, he just fell ill. It was, it was kind of sudden, but, uh, he, you know, he was a good friend of mine, you know. Um, I've been in business with him for a long time, but uh, there, there was no bad blood between us. I asked him if, if, if the details of the liver problem that he had were, were known, like, or, or was it just kind of vague when you heard about it? I mean, like, when he personally heard about it? No, no, like, when the studio, like, did he tell... He, he said oh, yeah, the studio knew, because he, he felt ill, like, you know, there was plans to film more seasons and more episodes and everything, I and mean, the shows didn't go on for as long as he wanted to. Um, again, they weren't super famous, uh, but they were just going to continue as long as the show could make some money. And uh, he liked his job, you know. Um, seemed, he was a pleasant guy. Uh, but when he fell ill, yeah, the studio knew about it. We put production on hold to wait and see if he would get better. But he died, you know, like within a month uh, that, that we found out that he had liver cancer. And um, uh, he says, like, they had this soundstage. Uh, it's a children's set. They're all experienced in children programming. So we figured we got to do another children's show. And someone came up with this idea for Harvey the Hamster uh, after... Mr. Richards died. He, it wasn't like the, that someone was trying to muscle him out. He just happened to die, and we had to fill in the slot pretty quickly with, with a new show, and this was the first thing that came up. Um, Does Harvey the Hamster wear a top hat? No. There's your problem. <laughs> no, that's why you get ghosts. That'll be seven grand. <laughs> no, that's why, uh, that's why you get ghosts. You get a top hat, you're not showing no class. <laughs> Does Mr. Richards, uh, does his ghost show up 
at any specific point during filming, or does he just is he just wandering around and preventing you from doing anything, or does he actually interrupt filming sessions? Well, it had gotten uh, progressively worse. Uh, like it started off, we just thought we were having electrical problems. Uh, we'd be in the middle of filming uh, an episode, and uh, the stage lights would go out, cameras would stop working, that sort of thing. It, it, it seemed very um, strange, but nothing paranormal. Uh, but the more shooting would go on, we would hear like you know the traditional telltale signs of hauntings, like you know uh, doors opening and slamming, and you know uh, cold drafts and uh, sounds of moaning. And... Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, but then we knew like we, we we thought it may have been haunted. We were later able to confirm that it was Mr. Richard when he would uh, visibly start to show up. Uh, we would actually see him, you know, come through the wall and start going about his business and just start talking as if he was on the show in character as as himself. Uh, and, uh, it sounds like you've got a meal ticket on your hand. You're just ignoring. As <laughs> well, we've actually had tried uh, not, not that we were thinking in terms of making the money, but we did try to capture him on film to show that we weren't crazy. That you know, we that the reason we had to answer to the studio why have we been filming Harvey the Hamster because this has been happening. We, there's been several times where we would be in the middle of middle of a shot with even with the, the studio audience full of children, and Mr. Rich would just come through the wall and start talking to the kids and terrify everybody and then they would run away and we have the cameras rolling but when you would review the footage you just would see some white light you wouldn't see uh, a shape of any kind mm -hmm. i have all that saved if you guys want to check it out if it'll help your investigation i just want a recording of the kids reaction to it <laughs> <laughs> so i can set it as my ringtone <laughs> put it on youtube <laughs> just like yeah it's better to ring yeah. you want to just go check it out yeah just we'll look look around. okay um he'll uh he'll it's breaking the teams uh, he'll, he'll open the door Good for idea. you. Um, more damage that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Eugene, the actor who plays Harvey the Hamster, he's gonna just like sit in the lobby. In his hamster suit? No, he's not in his oh, hamster suit. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> funny. He's just like <laughs> sitting on a bench, just like, he's just so sad. Unable, like unable to do the same way. I look at him like, get that top hat. Also, uh, Mr. Carico, the main guy, he's gonna, he'll actually follow you guys in, but Mr. Brahman is gonna just like hang around outside, he's gonna like hang around the lobby, he doesn't, he's, uh, doesn't seem interested in talking with you. Before we depart from Mr. Carico, mm -hmm. I hand him a waiver. Okay. He'll sign it, yeah, he just, he, he understands, it's like, you know. This set is getting fucked. Oh. <laughs> um, so he'll go, he'll open the main door to the main sound stage, and it's, a, of course, it's a large area. Um, you see several uh, TV cameras all set up, ready to go, the lighting is on and everything, and you see a children's set, it looks like it's, uh, uh, it looks like a children's classroom, but it's, you know, it's like a set or whatever. Mm -hmm. Looks like Harvey the Hamster is like the, the pet hamster of a class of like, you know, like a third grade class or something like that. Uh, how big is this cage? Well, I mean, it's it's there, but it's just like it's like it's sort of like Barney the Dinosaur. He comes to life like after school hours or whatever, and talks with the kids and says no drugs Wait. and all that fun stuff. Are the kids filmed? They're not here, but yeah, yeah. No, I mean like normally. Would it be like like an audience where they sit on the bleachers? right, or is it like there's certain kids that are involved, like Barney? The, there are certain actors who are okay, involved, okay, but okay. there is like a large group of kids that okay. you, you can be in the audience and you can come sit down. Like they'll have a round table, like sort of. He'll like read a story or something like that, and yeah, they can right. sit on the nice carpet floor and everything like that. Do they wear know. top hats? The, the children? No. They need to. Regardless. Um... Take a Brian point. <laughs> <laughs> I want him punished. <laughs> so anyway, you guys head in. You're looking around. I mean, you want to start start scanning? You can let me know. This is uh, actually kind of creepy. Like classroom. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, it's like half of a classroom. It's not like a real classroom. Yeah. This and this this is a huge area, and it's only like tucked into one corner where the exit the, the you know the set is and everything. And as long as there's no ghost kid. I'm gonna. I already don't like old people. Old people and children. I'm gonna put my goggles on. Yeah. Um. I'll say that you start looking around. You do see. You do sense like an aura like the, around this entire soundstage. Very weak, but like it's enough for something to be moving through. You do detect a bright spot 
that looks like it's not in the soundstage area. Like maybe it's like uh, through the wall of the soundstage, like maybe in one of the neighboring offices or something. But it's small. It doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like ghost size. I would like to go ahead and start uh, dematerializing the objects on the soundstage. Okay. This depends on how well you roll. It's like okay. yeah. <clears throat> I'll say that a lot of the chairs start start to disappear. Just right, right, just like, right as I go to sit on one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like while you guys are looking, scanning around, you know, Mike's looking through the goggles and everything. Some of the chairs on the side just literally just disappear. And with the twenty-two, I'd say maybe even a couple desks uh, in maybe one of the cameras that's on like the stand and everything right. like that. So I, I look through the goggles. Do I see that the uh, like were those chairs real? They were one hundred percent real, and you, oh. it's not they're invisible. They're gone. That's a really neat trick. Yeah. I'm gonna... That's kind of scary. I'm gonna use the FDK meter. Oh, that's 21. You're definitely detecting a presence in here. This is like a strong class four is around here somewhere. Okay, cool. I'm going to point out the bright object that I If you point it out, and jo- yeah. who else has a goggle? I do. I do. Okay, then you, if, 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 if Mike spots it, he could point it out, you guys could see it. <laughs> We're all just standing there, and the bright thing might go, there it is! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it, it, it's, it's easy to look over because there is an aura everywhere else, right. and it's small. You, you know, you wouldn't really be looking for something, you're looking for something that's more of a ghost size or whatever, you know? But, um, but yeah, you would see it uh, if he points it out. I'm, I'm going to make it a cool roll to see if, uh, if dematerialization is a trait that I've heard of before in, in other ghost histories, Tobin Spirit Guide, that yeah. kind of thing. You're a gambling man, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not with real money. Oh, dicks. So there is a ghost eye. <clears throat> 24, and a ghost. Uh, you are aware that the, this does happen. It's, it's a little bit more rare. Now, do, now do the objects disappear forever, or are they, have they actually been transported? With the ghost eye, you do not remember. Okay. I'm going to look for... Like a door, it's, it's it's through a wall, like in like an office area or something like that. Like I might think it is what is that's what you would be led to believe because like there's there's a few doors that exit the soundstage into like a, an office area. From where you're seeing this bright spot, it is like again, it's not in the soundstage. It looks like it's sort of further away. And there is, I'll say that there's a door nearby where if you were gonna go check it out, I'm gonna go check that out. Okay, um, I'll say if you go into it, it is an office area. A few doors leading to some private offices, closed off, whatever. If you're following the light and you're like moving through some hallways, there's a couple twists and turns. The hallway, uh, the, the offices are empty for the day because this is like you know like on the weekend. You find yourself going down the hallway and you being led to a door that belongs to the producer of uh, uh, Victor Brahman, and it's locked. But his name is, is on the, the guy door. Who called us. No, no, no. He, this is the That's... guy who didn't really want to talk to you. The guy who called you is is Carico. But uh, it's, it's it's Brahman's office. Is it, it, it's a locked door, and but you're sensing you're, you're seeing that yeah whatever it is it seems to be in this room. Well, they signed the waiver. I pull, I pull my pistol and go, I can pick lock doors. I mean, by all means. Uh, so uh, you, you could easily just melt that lock off, just, just cut or, the pull right Or over. we could ask for the key. <laughs> we don't have a or I can kick the door down. <laughs> <laughs> Up right to you. Are you want you want to you shoot the lock off or you want to kick it yeah. down? Or you wanna, okay. All right, if you shoot the, All right, so you just lock out. You go, oops. <laughs> there was a ghost there. We missed. Missed. The door suddenly, and I'm just going to push it open. The door suddenly swung open. Oops. You guys are aware that, that we were in a studio with cameras, right? <laughs> <laughs> but if you open the door into, into this, yeah. into the private you know office, um, it's a nice office. Uh, it's not too large. Uh, but to what? Good call. That was actually good. What? He said, you know, the cameras are recording us. And he's like, yeah, but the ca- the camera isn't catching the ghost. So we could just be like, ah! Ah! <laughs> 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 <The> ghost! <laughs> yeah, but us sarcastically being like, oops. And then, oh, the door suddenly swung open. Well, you're not, this is this is a little bit further into the office I, area. Yeah. It's not, no. Um, you go into the office. It, it's a. It, it seems like kind of a nice office. Not too large. Desk, uh, filing cabinets, and sort of stuff. What you're seeing, the glow that you're seeing, seems to be inside uh, one of the filing cabinets. Yeah, I'm gonna PKE. Okay. Uh, 18. 
With an 18, you detect a strong energy reading from the filing cabinet. You're all being led to the filing cabinet, okay. basically. I want to open. If you open the filing cabinet, inside is a small statue. Oh, I put it, it on. Put it on. Stuck to your hand. I put it in my pants. You know what's bad is I actually forgot that you. I swear I was never just gonna touch something, and I just said I'm gonna grab it just because that's my natural reaction, just to want to grab it. Uh, but you, if you Next open the time drawer, you get married to a man in a painting. I'm leaving you there. Yeah. It wasn't me. Right. It was entirely your fault. It, it all goes back. It all goes back. That's your fault. Hey, look. No, I succeeded in my goal. You'd be the first person. <laughs> now, before you get to that, I'm gonna explain. Not the last. So anyway, I don't want to grab it. You open the drawer. I have to, you open the drawer. Get on the floor. Everybody walks out. <laughs> Check the lack of lack of You open the drawer. I was expecting that. Of the filing cabinet. You open the lowest drawer of the filing cabinet. Behind all the files is a small statue. It looks like some sort of bug, like an ancient bug. Like it's like it's like a weird type of weird scarab that you that you can't recall ever seeing uh, in, in reality. The size of the, uh, it a small, like a small foot. Can I take the, the filing cabinet drawer and you can usually yeah. pull them out? From the <laughs> I mean, you just open yeah, it, they can see it. Yeah. Well, I just want to take it, pull it's it out like, somewhere book. so that everyone can kind of gather around it. They can see it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to make it a court rule, see okay. if I can identify the uh, idol. Mm -hmm. You can recognize that this, uh, this is a statue. The, the bug itself doesn't look that familiar. But you know that in certain cults, the symbol of an animal can mean something, and they can have it mixed with certain other things, like mixed with other animals and stuff like this that to represent something. This is the scarab, something. the patron saint of dung eating. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that uh, it's on a base with like some weird uh, wording on it that you can't really recognize too much. But there's no doubt in your mind that this is like an, an, an idol that's used, uh, that, that has some ties to, it, to the occult. Might have something to do with the supernatural things that are going on here. I'm gonna go for telekinesis here. Okay. I like the paper start point. Oh, in the, in the office? Yeah. Okay, okay. All of a sudden, just the papers in the filing cabinet just start flying out. All the other, all the other, all the other drawers open. All the paper flies out. It becomes like a whirlwind of paper in here. It's all, all flying, making making a big mess. If the I look quick, like tap. No, nothing, nothing happens if you tap it. So, because he grabs it, he doesn't have to make out with a butt monster. I see how this is going. He no, no, the problem is he's trying to tell. He's, he's doing it for scientific inquiry, not just because. Hey guys, look at my new ring. Derp, derp. I oh, thought I would get special powers. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> you, you know what's funny is that this the statue also didn't come with a Dog, printed warning. For the people that we trust, <laughs> saying this is probably a bad idea. I'll say okay. So you, if you pick up the statue, it's about the size of like a small football. It appears to be made out of stone, but like a uh, colored, like very black. It, like it, it's, it's been dyed black, it seems. Oh. This thing is glowing pretty powerfully, not as powerfully as Briggs's ring or anything like that. You two are also starting to suspect that this has to have something to do okay. with what's going on. It can't be a coincidence that this is in here and there also happens to be a supernatural okay. ghost floating around. Let's, can, can we bring it outside and slime it? Outside the office, I mean. Mm -hmm. You want to take it to the sound stage or like outside, outside the, the sound stage? The sound stage, because it'll yeah. clean up easy mm -hmm. there. Yeah, okay, so if you walk onto the sound stage, what's going to happen? Um, make illusion recreate. My soundstage of Mr. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Okay, okay. Of Mr. Richard. Oh, I thought he was going somewhere way hor more horrible than that. <laughs> 21. 21. 23, sorry. 23 on the ghost. Um, gets liver cancer because he's. I'll say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say you open. You, uh, you go back out to the soundstage. When you go onto the soundstage, the heart of the hamster uh, soundstage isn't there, and you see, like, 
what you would guess is Mr. Richard's uh, uh, soundstage, and it's very... Mike just goes... <gasps> <laughs> I immediately, I punch him right in the stomach as soon as he does that. You know, it's, uh, instead of it being like the classroom and everything, there's like rainbows and castles and clouds and uh, like a meadow and like, you know... Oh, the train set. Yeah, yeah. I said meadow instead of meadow. Oh, yeah. cool. But, um, you know, um, not, uh, it doesn't look like you're actually in a magical place. It just looks like that, that soundstage. That sounds sad. Where you're just like, this was not here when we left uh, earlier. Are the people this still is, here? Like, I go back in the hall no and people, close no. the door. Open it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you want to like walk in the middle of the soundstage and then try and uh, slide yeah, this thing? Yeah. So, so I guess we can take a wary look at what's going <laughs> on there. Yeah, yeah. I want to tap dance my way onto the soundstage. Are there any, like... You have tap dancing? Is that your talent? No, like, I'll try my um, puppets or anything. Yeah, like, there's, there's like some puppets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, Give me a brain. He's now scared. I mean, you. If, I'll say if it's like a puppet or whatever. Ghost, yeah, yeah, I'll say if a puppet. You go over, you pick it up. It's puppet. It's a puppet. I put it on and walk up for visual. Hi, Briggs. <laughs> How are you doing today? I punch his hand. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems it seems completely real to you. So, okay, you can do something else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fart. Since he's messing with some of my puppets here. Oh, okay. Were we trying to I'm gonna have some of the other puppets start to levitate and start, oh, using the, and start the, to like interact with the guys, like characters on the set. Guys, okay, okay. Can can can, can we shoot them? So, so like, like, so like Mike, if Mike goes over, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like Mike, Mike is just like, hey, Briggs, how's it going on? <laughs> then like behind wall over his shoulder that Briggs can see is like, hi, kids. And it's just like a, like a little mouse or something. <laughs> they all just start like singing a happy song or whatever. Uh, clearly, there's a lot of activity going on. Are you gonna try and slime the uh, slime the statue? Yeah, it does seem to have an effect on everything that's happening around you right now, but it does seem to affect the amount of glowing on the statue itself. It seems to weaken. Okay. But yeah, the, uh, the, these these puppets are going to all be like trying to talk to you. It's as if they, they're seeing you as children. They're not really seeing you as like a Ghostbusters or anything. I say, well, hey, puppets, what's today's episode about? We're gonna be talking about the power of imagination and how to get rid of your worst fears. It's like there's nothing to be afraid of. And then we're gonna have a song and dance. <laughs> and I, oh, oh, wait, sorry. What are your worst fears? <laughs> I, I, I bite my lip and I go, mm -mm, and I flick my proton pack it's on. Like, mm -mm. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's just like what, like a little puppet or like a little mouse yeah, puppet, yeah. little beaver puppet, just like beaver puppet's like, I'm afraid of not. It's like never having enough wood. It's like very <laughs> cartoony, you know, things or whatever. It's all I hear very... your mother has the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, she's a beaver too. Yeah, I bet she is. <laughs> <laughs> you knew Mrs. Beaver? <laughs> Intimately. Biblically. <laughs> Biblically. <laughs> I had knowledge of her, yes. We're an accommodation children's show. You can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, then, then another puppet who hasn't said anything goes, I'm starting to worry about the FCC. <laughs> That's my fear. That's my biggest fear. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and start making an appearance here in my... In your uh -huh. in my show suit here. I'll just then in that in that case if you're gonna if you're gonna formally appear I'll just say that the puppets are like well we don't have time for that now because now it's time for the show to begin and they just start like the, this stereotypical uh, you know wind up of, 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 a, of a children's audience yeah. and uh, they're gonna start singing the intro song. And then uh, the I tool. cover my ears and start screaming. It's like, like which, no! which, 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 uh, the, 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 the climax of the song ends with them all like with their hands 
you know, pointed towards the, uh, towards, like, where the rainbow is, and out through, like, the central dais where Mr. Richard would stand, out comes through the wall, comes, will, will, will be, uh, Mr., the ghost of Mr. Richard in a nice little sweater, uh, sweater vest. And then, the now, so it's your show now, man. Like, these, this, the children, the children audience is, uh, little smaller than usual, but no, no less, they deserve an education. So. Well, we're, we're both bigger and smaller than usual. Hi, Mr. Richards! Hi there, boys and girls. <laughs> Hi. I wave. I wave. I wave. I wave. I fucking wave. You see not embarrass me in front of Mr. Richards! <laughs> it's like, you see me waving? I said hi. That's my greeting to ghosts. Not everybody gets to meet their childhood hero after they're dead. Seriously. One chance. Don't screw this up. on darting you after this. <laughs> and I greet all the little puppets as I walk mm. down. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah just, just like... And well, <laughs> you appear to be a little bit big for children, but... I say that you, lo you love all children, no matter yeah. what. No matter what well, size no matter what and color children. and shape they have. Yeah, we're like, okay, well, I guess let's <laughs> uh, let's play along. And I'm just going to like, look, look at... at, at that wall and he's got the trap. I'm like, I guess get ready. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of unhook the trap, I guess. Get, make yourselves a little comfortable. You know, it's like loosen up. It's, how long would you let it go on for before you're going to step in? Let's say a couple minutes. Like a couple minutes? Because I'll say if you... Just to see where... The, to, have, to get an idea of where the show's going. He's going to he's gonna go on for uh, like at least the next 70 minutes. Unless you stop him and interrupt sometime in between. Okay. okay. I PKE just to get an idea of what's going on. He's on. a strong class four. The rest of the set might be a class one. I'm really bored. Mm -hmm. I'm like nodding off, mm -hmm. and then it's not you. You are not the demographic for this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of wake up and just fire net at him. Like you kind of nod off, and then they they finish a lesson. The puppets all go yay! What the fuck? <laughs> the net would would work if you were going to try and shake out of it because he's not corporeal. This is like it all the energy from him. You know, all comes from the same place. It's it's over. So you you you, you, you could snap you could snap out of it at this point. The only reason he would have the time to really do this because we haven't really gone into combat yet. But now, how would you how are you going to react to that? Now, children, I have told you before about between doing things that are good and bad. Unfortunately, I will have to give you a lesson today on what happens to bad children. <laughs> does does he like phase him out I, of existence? I, I, Flick on my personal. <laughs> is, is, is Mr. Is Mr. Richard? I don't know. Mine's uh, been on the whole time. As well. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, good. And in, in that action, I'm gonna slime him. Yeah, I'll say that uh, he just before you can even react, just zooms across the soundstage and just goes right through you, slimes you really well. It's gonna knock your cooldown to half, but that will be the beginning of combat. And Wall has the opportunity to go first if he chooses to do so. He, he'll he just goes through pool. Gonna make a banking turn to come back around. Is he far enough away to boson from light? Or He's a little too close to, okay. to, to boson. Right. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! Oh man! Now clean miss. Just miss him wide. You hit, hit, you hit the, hit the wall of the stage. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to net the puppets so they. Okay, your aim is dead on, but the net just goes right through them. Now, I have my goggles on. Mm -hmm. Can I tell that they're non-corporeal? I'll need a brains roll. Okay. Uh, nine. You see them. Uh, they look okay. like they look like they'd be ectoplasmic, like a regular ectoplasmic extension of this thing. But, but you're thinking like, why? Why it shouldn't go through them? But I can see that they're ectoplasmic. Something's weird. That's okay. all you can really get from that. All right. 
Uh, I believe it'll be back to uh, pool. Um, I'm gonna take a shot with my. Pistol. You just had a grown man inside you. How that feel? <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen would hit him. Yeah, yeah. You get one. You get one. Get your head on him. I'm gonna go ahead and start picking up pieces of the set here and start trying to throw it at the guys here. Okay. Like telekinesis or like your ghostly body. You're just like, Tele- <laughs> telekinesis. Such <laughs> angry Mr. Rogers. Like, are you, aiming, are you gonna chairs. aim for anyone in particular? I mean, not, let's start, start taking pieces and aiming at everybody here. Okay, some of the softer puppets that aren't like aren't being active, whatever, like they're off on a, you know, off on a, uh, a cart somewhere or whatever and some like uh, candy that you give out to the audience or whatever, boxes of candy and everything start just like coming up, flying up and they're just gonna come flying across, start pelting you guys. Uh, I'll say, along with that, maybe some chairs and things. Josh uh, and Jesus have to give you like a, a dodge to kind of avoid some like the heavier stuff like the chairs and stuff. 11. 11 would be okay, because you can see this coming. It's just kind of annoying right now. I'm going to just take a seat and, you know, sit cross-legged on the floor and I'm going to yell, This show sucks! I want to watch Harvey the Hamster! <laughs> well, that I want to no, watch wait, wait. Harvey! Oh, it's like, Mr. Richards is lame! Are you going to catch his drift or whatever? Yeah, so I'd say, I, this one, I hate imagination. <laughs> I want to be a dock worker. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll take a break and comment then if we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna go for this to see what happens. Yeah, it's, um... I want to just increase the illusion here of the show. Mm-hmm. You want it to be like 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 it's real now? No, or something? like a real show. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Like the imagination's now becoming realism. Okay, okay. I'll say like the grass, like a giant carpet, just unrolls really quickly under everyone's feet, and like little flowers start popping up, and it just seems that you're in like a crazy fantasy world now. It's, it, it doesn't look like you're on a soundstage is, anymore. Is there, I'm like, dude, is this is awesome. <laughs> is there like, what point is imagination if you're just going to make everything real? <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. The air smells like lemonade and and, oh. and cotton candy. <laughs> Perpetual summer. Yeah. <laughs> the sun has a big happy face on it. It's like, oh, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's Toontown. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's turning into Toontown. I start looking for, you know, like everything's got a little face on it, you know. Starts, uh, if I pluck a flower, does it like kill it? <laughs> no, it's just like. Ah! <laughs> it's just, if you, if you, I'll say if you go pluck like a little little sunflower or whatever that's on the ground, it's a little leaves or arms. Like I love you, and just wraps it like. Uh, <laughs> and, on, and, on and I'm just hand. like, <laughs> dude, roll for love. <laughs> dude, no, I got a lady back in London. Uh, missing every opportunity, man. <laughs> Seriously. The statue. What happens if we like pick it up and like kind of show it to him or like move it towards him. I'll say uh, that the statue, it makes you feel a little uncomfortable, but um, you you don't know what that is. You think it's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like what I brought to show and tell, Mr. Richards? But to you out of character, it's like a hole of imagination, like a black hole of like evil of just like that's bad. You know, like <laughs> like the, 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 uh, Mr. Richard would just would, would not want to have anything to do with that. I, I take the statue hold out of it and I go... My mom said that I, sh- I should quit dreaming because imagination don't pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> my, my teacher says I need drugs to stop my imagination. Playtime's <laughs> over. My mom wanted me to be a starving artist. She said to follow your advice. Oh. Oh. It's like, like, those who can't oh. do, teach. Those who can't teach, teach on public television. <laughs> you can see he's no longer... He's kind of broken character as not the happy-go-lucky guy. You, you really pissed him off. Okay. 
Which is weird. It's like, so I'm gonna start, you know, the imagination's dumb, feelings are stupid. Right. And then I'm gonna shoot him. Okay. <laughs> well, our, our goal is to bust him. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. I just don't have a proton pack or I would have shot at him already. Okay, with the 20, you would hit him. I'll just get you So it's like, it's been hurting. So now it's like the, the kid gloves are off. It's no longer fun and games anymore. This is like, you don't know that you're dead, so you're starting to fear for your life almost, mm -hmm. you know? What's, I just you wanted to make kids happy and inspire, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. imagination. In your mind, you have authority over them, but they're they're hurting you, like like physically, like it's this messed up. So I'm gonna start creating illusions. Mm -hmm. I'm to have the beaver just start becoming more aggressive, more larger. <laughs> just, like, become larger, a little bit more aggressive. Your mom's gonna, gonna go nibble. Beaver. It turns into one of those like prehistoric <laughs> yeah. like beavers that you see that are just like got really big claws. He's gonna go, you know. Over one of these little grassy hills, this, this big beaver <laughs> just comes over with his tail, and he, it's like I'll say he's like the size of like the size of a small pony. And he's just like, "You guys are very nice." <laughs> and he's gonna start making like he's gonna attack. He's gonna start charging like he's gonna attack you guys. How do you I shoot the beaver. beaver. <laughs> <laughs> you hit it, it just goes right through. Nothing happens. It's just like that wasn't nice at all. <laughs> I'm gonna bite you! <laughs> this is like no this way big buck teeth. This is like. <laughs> That's a last ditch effort mm -hmm. here. Uh, I'm gonna try to create an illusion here of a unicorn. Okay. <laughs> a very just angered, enlarged uh, unicorn. Charging with his head down? Like... Yeah, charging, horn down, okay. charging. Okay. I'll say the opposite direction of where the beaver is sort of trudging over the hill. On the opposite side, a unicorn just comes full spurt with his horn down, ready to ready to go. Should I make a brains roll to disbelieve that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, yeah, give me brains. Ugh. Oh jeez. Nope. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, this might be fake. And then just like start, you're like, it sounds real to me. <laughs> just convince you. It's just like. <laughs> All right. Um. I'm gonna dodge. I'm gonna dive out of the way then. Okay. Uh, 24. You would dodge, yeah. You, you, okay. you, you, you could dodge out of the way. And it's on two bricks. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna use PK meter and I'm just gonna go, hmm. The Because the beaver, the proton stream going through the beaver. I'm just gonna be like, alright, well, what's the deal with these guys? See Will you get a reading? Yeah, and then just try to determine whether or not okay. these are an actual threat. Mm -hmm. It's a good roll. 21. You're getting class 1 readings from them. It would seem weird to you that these are so big and yet they're only class 1. So that, that's a red flag. Um, I guess I'm just gonna slime him. Okay. You could even coat a slime. Make sure, you know, there's no drippings afterwards. That's nice. Feeling okay? You feeling good? He's not looking good. It's, uh, he's, he, yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not looking good. It's Does all... sliming him have an effect on any of the illusions? Um, it actually probably would. I, I'd say that this imagination will kind of flicker a little bit. It kind of gets a little dim. Oh. Yeah. It's off to a uh, pool now, I believe. Um, I'm gonna take a shot on Okay. That hits. You're not that hard. He's looking really bad. On to Briggs. Um, I'm gonna boson dart, Mr. Richards. Mm -hmm. That hurt real bad. I yeah, mean, it's, it's no, <laughs> this is no good. And so, meanwhile, Mike, you just you, you you know in your mind you had just shot him, and everyone else is trying to fight. This beaver with his giant beaver teeth is gonna just sink into your leg, and just before he's about to chomp down on you, the imagination just just the, the whole thing just disappears. You're back on the sound stage. It's like, yeah, it's like it's a close call. It's like it was intense for it was intense for a moment, but uh, but you are back on the sound stage, 
uh, and you're seeing that Mr. Richard is still Mr. Richard is in fact there, but it looks like the regular Harvey and the Hamsters on stage okay. now. Because and he's looking really bad. I'm gonna shoot Mr. Richard. It's just you hit him and you get a capture stream. Yeah. Yes, yes, yep. it's me. So um, I'm gonna try establish capture stream. Yeah, you, you come close. Maybe, <laughs> but you don't hit. And since uh, LaForge doesn't have a uh, proton stream, and uh, Cole doesn't have a proton stream that can trap, it would automatically go back to Wall, but Wall's already trapped. It. Wall's already got a no, it capture stream. Well, it would, but he's he's he's, he's, he's trapped. He's captured. He's in a capture stream. He's he's got zero uh, ecto presence at this point. Uh, <laughs> if someone can toss out a trap, can I one man it again? I can give it a try. Yeah, no, in fact, do either of you guys have a trap? Either of you carrying a trap? Alright. I'm the only person carrying a trap other than Briggs. Briggs had one. It's an Ecto one. Oh, yes, yeah, you are. the only one. So, okay, so this is what happens. So you get a capture stream. You get So you get a capture stream, and you're like, alright, got him! Briggs, throw it! And then Briggs just misses. And you're like, alright, uh, someone else! And you, you look, and you guys just tank. And you're like, I'm sorry, pistol. And then you're like, alright, well then I'll one man it! Someone put a trap out! Briggs, put a trap out! And you're like, I left it in the car. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Briggs, go get Wall's trap. Is it take it off his hip? Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Alright. Give, give me moves to, to, to simultaneously get it off his hip and to throw it to where you need to go. 13 is good enough to go over it to get it off of his hip and to slide it under. Uh, and, uh, slide it under. Are you good enough? Open it? Oh, yeah. Okay, you open it, and uh, it's, it's on Wall. Wall's gonna try to one man, one man this uh, ghost. Fifteen is good. It's not not quite good enough. This means that Briggs will get another chance to try and get him in. Sixteen, nineteen. You get him. You get a capture stream. So you're on it. So both of you give me another moves. Nineteen. <laughs> Sixteen. Uh, yep. Yeah, you both you get him in. You tic tac toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You maneuver him over the trap. The trap just sucks him in. He's just like uh, you can never take away one's dreams. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> and the trap seal shut. Smoke and heat, and you got him. But you notice that Tobin's not there. Hold on. Okay. Don't, don't freak out. Tobin. Uh, Tobin comes running into the soundstage with a book in his mouth. From the the only place that was open, the only place that had an open door was the open door to that guy's office where you got the statue. And Does he, the statue get warmer as the book? <laughs> no, 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 no. But he comes over, and he just he spits the book out on the floor. You guys got goggles or whatever, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. goggles. The book has some residual like touchings on it, not like a, the book itself is. I'm gonna pick it up, wipe off the dog drool, <laughs> open it. Well, like, well, it's, is there a title on it? Yeah, uh, there's no title. All right, I'll open it up and start reading. Just. Dear Diary. <laughs> it's like incomprehensible chicken scratch demon occult shit. Oh. Like, this is craziness. Oh, yeah. Just, Let me get, mm. take a look at it. Yeah. There you go, Josh. <laughs> All right. 16 and a ghost. Uh, with 16, I'll say that uh, you can piece together from, like, the illustrations and stuff inside that this is a quick how-to guide on how to raise a spirit from the dead and anchor it somewhere to haunt a place intentionally. You can't get much else out of it. Wait, whose office was that? This is the office belonging Brahman. to the other, the producer, uh, Mr. Mr. Brahman. Can we go say hello? Yeah. Like, uh, okay, so, um, we need to get in contact with the, uh, Kierkegaard. Krakakoa. Uh, Yeah, uh, do you want, like, do you want to go out to meet him? Because you know that they're, like, outside, waiting, basically. Do you want to go out to meet him? Do you want to call him in? Hey, call him you. In. No, not you. You stay. Okay. <laughs> you. okay, you can call him. Mr. Mr. Krakoa? 
Carrico. Carrico. <laughs> I'm enjoying the, this a lot. Mr. Kerrigan, if you will please. Carradine. Yeah, Mr. Carradine. Uh, please come inside for, for a moment. I'll read yeah, a question. Yeah. But I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold the statue and the book, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say, hey, has uh, Brahman expressed any interest in ending this show? Harvey the Hamster? Yeah. He was very reluctant to start up another show. Is there any monetary reason why he would he would be reluctant to have another show after this? Technically, he it, he does own the studio and the land that we're on. We had said that if the show couldn't get off the ground, they were going to bulldoze the entire studio. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but only at the behest of Mr. Brahman. Mm-hmm. Like is there any insurance? Oh yeah, there's insurance on the building. That he can make. Yeah, I mean, well, technically, if 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 something terrible were to happen, you know, we would get the money to rebuild it. So okay, I think this one's pretty much wrapped up. Like, like we we know exactly what's going on. Okay, I want to call uh, Friedman and Mm -hmm. let him know that 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 there we have potentially somebody who's who is trying to uh, abuse uh, psychokinetic energy for personal gain and for uh, for experiments. Okay. And we don't know who to contact about that. He says, he says, uh, okay, um, just give me your address. I'm going to contact local police, and we'll get them down there. I'll explain the situation to them uh, and how this is serious business. Okay, cool. so, and then we always I guess, have I guess we'll a really hard time. time when we have to deal with something that's not dead. Yeah. So I guess we'll walk outside and build them. Okay. <laughs> it's... With that, Carico follows you out or whatever. Once you guys step outside, it's it's not more than just a couple minutes before like several police cars just pull up. Uh, and uh, they start asking questions, then they're just like, all right, which one do you use, Brahman, or whatever? And they, as soon as he identifies himself, they just slap the cuffs on him, and uh, they're just like, uh, you're under arrest for Republican engagement, and they start listing off these things, so it's like, Alan Friedman really did a solid. It's like, I mean, like, he's got some sway, it, it, it seems. Um, he, knew, he knew what to, what to, what to book him for. Yeah, he knew the codes to say, like, he knew all that stuff, and uh, they're gonna start taking him away, and as they're, you know, the, before they're gonna take him away. Uh, I wave. Yeah. Carico is just like, you know, uh, he's glad that you guys say it, but he's, he's, he's very upset. He's like, "Why would you do this? You know, this is we have this is our lives. You know, like the, the whole crew that works. This is a madness or whatever." <laughs> Brahman's like, "And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for these kids and that damn dog. <laughs> <laughs> these meddling kids." But they take him away, uh, and, he, and he's gone. So Kariko's just like, "Man, uh, thanks, you guys. You know, sucks that that uh, one of our head producers was was trying to sabotage the show, but at least we're back on now. We can get back to work." What, what, what are we looking at here? What am I going to be sending to corporate as far as this bill's concerned? Uh, well, uh, this uh, turned out to be a little heavier than we were expecting. This is a standard ghost bus, but um, uh, this, is, this is a Class 4 ghost, which is a uh, $4,500 uh, fee normally um, for containment and all that. But we had to travel, and there's expenses, um, including... Uh, in- but mostly where, where the extra charge comes from is, is handling and removal of dangerous artifacts, okay. of which we have two. So normally we would charge each of those individually as part of what class it would register for, it's maximum possible threat. Instead, we're just gonna charge this whole thing as a class six. Okay, he doesn't know what that means, but it sounds simple to him. Yeah, okay. That's like, <laughs> I'm simplifying uh, it for him. Okay, yeah. Now, while we're here, if you guys are doing any recording this weekend, we're gonna probably kinda get us out there a little more. We could guest star on an episode of Harvey the Hamster. Kids good love man. us. They're good man. <laughs> the kids love us. Just go safety training, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like, aside from the money, you guys did save, like, the livelihood of these guys who work on the show here, man. Like, you know, they didn't have this job, like, we have a job, so... Yeah, how about you come back in like a week and uh, we'll record a little uh, spot for you guys on the show. Yeah, talk to the you, kids know, and just, stuff. you know, we've got the tools and we've got the talent, but we're <laughs> going to give you the knowledge. <laughs> Do we tie off all those dance season two tonight? 
Uh, let's let's uh, let's let's go over anything. Is there any other questions that you guys had? Any other things that we need to address? Got your painting hanging up in the firehouse. Yeah, sweet. Fuck yeah. Which painting metal is that? painting. The, pa the, the painting. Maybe the painting. Oh, right, right, the right, big right. battle. Oh, sorry. Yeah. oh god, that's yeah. right. Sorry. Uh, you guys also have the two-handed, very large battle axe that used to belong to uh, your night buddies. Yeah, we totally stole that. Yeah. <laughs> but you got that. You still, <laughs> the tower you still, of London. <laughs> yeah. Got that. I lost the ring, which is great news. Yeah, that thing's gone. Remember that time it was gone and you got it back? <laughs> <laughs> that was so awesome. Oh my god. I was the most unhappy person in the entire world. Uh, Everyone else was so happy and I was I so unhappy. So hard. Um, but if that's it, I think that might be it. I don't think there's anything else. Any other last things that we need to wrap up before? Uh, a round of applause for our ghost master. Thank you. And another round for our gracious guest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. It's, Richards, personified. It's tough to be a ghost in a Ghostbusting game. Yeah. Uh, because there's only so much you can do. Yeah. And, and you're like. And you get one turn for every four of ours. Yeah. Right. And, and it's just sort of like, I'm really am kind of doomed to lose. You know, like, yeah. there's really no thing. But at least, but as long as you can have fun along the way and add yeah. some color to it, that's all that's like, yeah. you know. Ghostbusters Resurrection is brought to you by A Comic Shop and the generous support of listeners like you. That means we rely on you to keep us in business by telling a friend, reviewing us on iTunes, or making contributions in our monthly support drive. And if you act now, you can take advantage of our special half-price service plan. Whoa, hold on. Half-price? Have we all gone mad? I guess so, Pool. Because that's not all. Tell them, Briggs. Oh, <laughs> you mean if you donate even one dollar, you get access to exclusive Nerdy Show content and cool perks? That's right. And you can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store. So don't wait another minute. Make your supernatural problem our supernatural problem. If you'd like to report a spook, specter, or ghost, call us at 321-209-2020. You can also follow us or the Nerdy Show on all your favorite social networks. We're, We're ready to believe you! Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Thank you for saving the room. No, I'm trying to talk to you. Hey, you Ghostbusters guys.
Why don't you put down those teacher toys and do something useful? Space Ghost blew up my planet, so why don't you take him out, huh? That'd be useful. Why don't you do something like that, huh? Huh? Nigga, I got a ghost! It's a poltergeist. guys! It's throwing shit around! People are flying through the air! I need help! I need help! Hey guys, this is Ferguson of the Atlantic Ghostbusters. How are you guys doing today? We've got a bit of an issue. We've got a spectral pirate ship going along up here, and we need the help of Nina or possibly even Doug. First off, these ghosts are speaking Spanish. We can't figure hiding her hair or that. Secondly, it's a matter of international law as to what happens if these bozos have treasure in that. Can't get a hold of Lewis Tully doing New York, so having a bit of an issue. Side note, let Briggs know that we're our tech guy is actually working on a nice protoculture blasting cannon uh, upgraded version of the uh, proton pack. Anyhow, guys, if you can get back to me, it would be very much appreciated. Otherwise, you guys have a great day. Enjoy that lovely Florida weather. Bye. Hey, this is Brian from the Oakland of Macomb Ghostbusters. Just wanted to give you guys a shout-out, say uh, thank you so much for keeping everything alive. And... Uh, Everything was a uh, really big, big hit at uh, Michigan, so thanks so much for the gear there. And I uh, really hope to work with you guys again in the future. All right, you guys have a great one. Hi, Nina. This is Sammy with the Vancouver Division up in Canada. I know I should probably be calling the Ghostbusters of BC with this, but they tend to treat us like unprofessional part-timers, and I really don't want to prove them right. Uh, we had someone bring in an old jungle-themed board game complaining of phantom drumming. Douglas took a scan. It came back a plastic semi-anchored conduit. I mean, regardless, it didn't stop Charlie and Jeremy from just opening the thing right up. Listen, I don't really know what the hell they did to it, but the entire fire hall is a jungle now. They've been trying to trap it for hours, and everything they do is just making it worse. Listen, I know your team has had some experience with manifested jungles in the past, so if you could get one of them to give us a call back, I would really appreciate it. And now it is raining! Awesome! Thank you, Nina. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.